If ever you've wanted to learn how to successfully pitch one of the most notable brands in America, this episode is for you. This is the Bloggist Podcast, a new type of podcast here to connect brands and influencers in a way that has never existed. This is the podcast where brands and influencers can come together to synergize worthy opportunities to reach new audiences and new heights. We'll interview both influencers and brands to talk about quitting the nine to five, building up your base one connection at a time, and what brands should know about your audience in order to leverage theirs. Brands meet influencers, influencers meet brands. This is the Bloggist Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. I am so excited for today's episode. But before I dive into it, I actually just want to talk about how meaningful the messages have been that have been on our iTunes um, comments recently. And so I know we talk about this a lot, but you know, this podcast is meant for you, our listeners. And so the more that we do these episodes, the way that we can make more episodes is by making sure that people see our podcast. And so I know I say it a lot, but if you could do us a favor and just pause this for one moment and go to wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it be the Apple Store, iTunes, I know we have um, all of our great show notes over on our website, but if you could just please pause and go leave us a review, that is the only way that we'll be able to keep doing episodes like this one, which was a truly, truly special one. All right. Did you do it? Thank you so much. So now let's get into today's episode and let me give a little bit of an introduction on the individual that I had the true pleasure of sitting down with. So we were able to sit down today with Ari, who is a senior influencer marketing and strategy manager over at Bombas. In her role, she leads all influencer marketing efforts and leverages her expertise of working with influencers and celebrity talent to create engaging partnerships through large-scale marketing endeavors and digital brand campaigns. Ari has a passion for diversity, equity, and inclusion advocacy in her personal and professional life, and her continuous career goal is to provide positive platforms for diverse, innovative storytellers. With that, we had such an incredible discussion, and one of the reasons why I wanted to have Ari join our podcast today was because of her unique perspective seeing influencer marketing from both the influencer and the brand side. And actually what we did today is I think we really just uncovered the secret to success when it comes to brands and influencers coming together to grow this industry. We talk about what that formula is, the beginning of our episode, and what all brands and influencers need to know if this industry is going to completely change the way as marketers and as people, we engage with new topics, new conversations, new products, and new ideas. And at the end of the episode, Ari breaks down what she wants to see as someone who leads some of the biggest, most innovative campaigns over at Bombas, what she wants to see from you as an influencer if you are going to pitch her, this pitch advice is invaluable. And I know you all will take it and run with it and see incredible success in the return when it comes to pitching brands that you might want to work with if you're an influencer. Let's go to the episode. Thank you so much for joining us on the Vlogist podcast today. 
Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So for everyone listening, Ari is someone who has become a near and dear member to the bloggers family and community. She has a very, very expansive experience in the influencer career and I'm gonna, industry, and I'm going to let her dive in in a moment. But one of the reasons we were so excited to have her uh, join the bloggers podcast today is Ari's unique point of view when it comes to just the power of influencer marketing and really what you as our listeners, the, the content creator, are able to do for, for brands. Um, and so Ari, she comes from us working as the senior influencer marketing manager over at Bombas. I know as a company, as an entrepreneur myself, I've always looked at Bombas as a brand who's innovating in a way that not many brands are doing. And so it was just so important that we could invite Ari onto our podcast today to talk a little bit about what they're doing over in their world to um, really look at influencers as a key part of their marketing strategy. And our hope is that today as our listeners, you can take some um, notes from what she shares and be able to help implement them into to A, how you work with brands and B, could perhaps help cater your content strategy so one day you and Ari could potentially be working together. So Ari, <laughs> thank you for joining us on the Vlogist Podcast today. And I'd love if you could kind of give a little bit of an introduction to yourself and share some more about your incredible career because I know the first time we talked to one another, I was really uh, blown away by just your unique perspective at really understanding both sides of the industry and I think would help kind of paint a really good picture for everyone listening if you could give a, a little bit of background on yourself um, and then we can dive into all all of our, our great questions today. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you so much uh, for the lovely intro. I've had unique experiences and a, a variety of different vantage points um, in working in the influencer space. So over the past six plus years, um, I've not only worked, you know, in-house for a brand um, as I am with Bombas, but I've also worked on the agency side, working across a ton of different clients within different verticals. So fashion, technology, consumer packaged goods, you name it. And then I also managed a roster of influencers kind of at the very beginning of my, my dive into this space. And prior to all of that, you know, what really brought me into the digital influencer space was my experience working as um, a talent booker for a Comic-Con company. So this was more, uh, this was in 2014. So I was working with more, I should say, traditional celebrities. So actors, actresses, and really booking them for different pop culture conventions across the country. And it was really my first time diving into, you know, the day-to-day of working with talent, what is expected through all the different people in their team. So the publicist, the manager, the agent, and then kind of understanding what makes sense for them and how they go about their day-to-day. And I realized it's a very niche skill set to be able to work with talent. And I think that is something that I tend to drive home um, for those who want to work in the influencer space. It's about being able to understand all the different parties that are at play and making sure that everyone feels like they're getting something out of a partnership, that they feel good about it, et cetera. Um, So after a few years working with those uh, larger um, celebrity talent, I actually decided and I I noticed that the influencer space was growing. So I wanted to move there um, kind of at the cusp. And so in 2016, went to work for um, an agency and I was working five to six accounts at a time and really getting my experience and understanding how to work on different brands and different clients and and ideating um, based off of what influencers made sense, what strategy made sense for different clients. And now all of that has brought me here um, in my current role where I can kind of lean into uh, one vision and one strategy to build it out and scale the business. It is so 
exciting and such a breath of fresh air, you know, coming from a very similar background, I think, as you mm-hmm. are a really touching talent now and as one of the co-founders of Blogist, but coming from the brand side and really seeing kind of the key stakeholders who are a part of, of what we now view as this industry that has grown and evolved and will cont- is growing by the day, right? Like back in 2014, <laughs> when I think you and I were figuring out what this industry was, um, it's nowhere near what it is today. And we've spoken about before in the past, the power of a storyteller is this, you know, if you have a story that you want to tell, you have the opportunity to create this platform um, to share that brand or share that story. And now as a marketer coming from the brand side, you know, you have this ability to work with talent. And with that though, I think you hit the nail on the head and I'd I'd love to kind of get some of your perspective on this, but content creators are not, and I think that this is a misconception in our industry. And I I hope that what we can do as, as an entire industry is kind of grow together because a lot of people have been able to build businesses and communities coming from different fields, right? Like we work with a lot of people in our community who were teachers, nurses, things like that. And with that, like maybe they didn't have the uh, maybe marketing 101 uh, kind of training crash course that you and I have had um, throughout our careers thinking about (laughs) like CPA and CPM metrics and all those kind of marketing (laughs) that we use quite frequently. And I'd be really interested. I know I didn't even send this point to you, Ari, before we hopped on the call, but I'd be really curious to hear kind of some of your thoughts and feedback on, I don't want to say it's this like intersection that we're like this wall we're hitting right now, but I do think like we're at this point where in the industry where what a content creator wants and, you know, coming from the talent side, I think you know what they want, which is they want to partner with brands who are absolutely aligned with them as a company. And as a result, they can share that company with their community in the hopes that they can somehow inspire their audience to Mm -hmm. maybe buy that product or follow the brand on social media, things like that. And then coming from the brand side, which I couldn't agree more with, what you are looking to do is obviously see measurable results from that campaign, whether it be clicks, swipe ups, things like that. But an interesting thing though, is I feel like we're still a little bit misaligned when it comes to like, what are we all trying to do? Because at the end of the day, like we all want to partner together to make that brand heard and seen and use that influencer's amazing platform to spread the message of that company, but it still kind of feels like, and I'd be curious to hear like where you think we are as an industry. Like, what do you think the biggest opportunities we have to grow and evolve are now that you've seen both sides of the, of the table, as you say, because I I don't think we're fully there. I still think coming now from the talent side, you know, we get a lot of brands that come to us and something I so admire about you, Ari, is your ability to understand that like influencers to work on a successful campaign, there needs to be some repetition and like kind of Mm -hmm. this repetitive conversation around a brand that they use all the time. But sometimes I don't think we're fully there. And I'd be curious to hear from your point of view, coming from the agency side, now working with an established brand. And I can't wait to dive into what you're doing at Bombas right now. But what do you think is kind of the, I don't want to say issue, but the opportunity that we have now in our industry, now that you've seen both kind of sides of the table? Yeah, um, no, that's a, it's a really good point. And it's something I think about often, um, just, you know, as someone who's worked in this space, but I'd say that we have made some strides, but one of the spaces that we can continue to improve upon is like, 
creating actual partnerships. I think um, level setting expectations for brands and, and for marketers who are working with influencers is so important because I think there's still a little bit of that transactional mindset when it's like, okay, I'm paying you. So I need you to do exactly what I say, follow these very stringent guidelines and, you know, make it to look exactly like how I want it to be. And um, as you and I both know, that is obviously not the best way to get, you know, authentic content first and foremost, but then secondly, it's not a way to build a relationship that could be long-term with an influencer. So it works on both sides because an influencer needs to understand that there are, you know, perhaps talking points or, you know, a product is, has to be kind of positioned a certain way so that it doesn't get confused with another similar product or some creative intricacies that they have to consider. But then on the brand side, they also need to be mindful of not stripping away the uniqueness, the quality, the essence of an influencer when trying to partner with them. I think, you know, there's still kind of that gray area where people are trying to find their rhythm. But again, having worked on both sides, I I understand kind of the concerns from the marketer and the influencer. So it helps me to be able to kind of think through different campaigns and understanding where there's, you know, more fluidity or understanding like if there are some like talking points that need to be included, like can there be a way for it to be in their natural voice or cadence um, and still get the message across? Can we limit this to, you know, three to five versus, you know, a whole slew of things that need to be said, especially with the essence of time and people's attention span, you know, it's bending in terms of a partnership. And then also um, with that there, I guess, another layer to a partnership is truly appreciating the insight from an influencer. You know, they are, again, day-to-day having conversations in their DMs, in their comments, wherever with their audience. And so they have a lot of that information that brands want so badly, but it goes nowhere if we're not willing to listen and then, you know, potentially implement some of those things um, as it makes sense, as it is, you know, effective from a cost perspective. But I, I feel like partnership in and of itself is where both influencers and brands need to kind of make that their their North Star and define that very clearly. So that way it feels like everyone is getting something out of this experience and everyone involved has a say, you know, it truly feels like a um, cohesive business strategy across the board. The term partnership, I think that that is the main takeaway from everything that you just shared is this is a, this is a partnership, right? Like we're going together, we're getting involved in a partnership together online. And um, something that really just kind of stood out to me, Ari, as you were speaking, is it feels like we're at this intersection right now where what we're trying to do, and I think what the industry, specifically I'm talking about the brand side marketers, um, it feels like what's kind of happening is they're trying to put influencer marketing into this box of like, oh, influencer marketing is like this. It's like performance marketing or it's like PR. And it's actually not like any marketing vertical that has ever existed, ever. Mm -hmm. And so why don't we not try to put this platform and this new channel in a box of something that already has existed and say, let's acknowledge that there's this new vertical, this new channel out there. And we need to look at it as a, as a marketing channel, but it's not, it's not like running a Facebook ad. It's not like hitting a PR placement. It's really building a partnership. And so I think the number one thing I want everyone to take from what Ari just said is look at influencer marketing. If you're an influencer or you're a marketer, look at this is a completely new channel and look at it when you think about what 
is influencer marketing. It's a partnership. It is a, it's a relationship that is built through two parties. One who has a community of people that they know so, so, so well. And on the brand side, it's a group of people that understand that this person has such a pulse on their community that if they're reaching out to us as a company, they must know that their audience is asking to hear from you as a brand. And through that, you need to kind of form a partnership that works for everyone, right? We all have target goals that we're trying to hit. But what we need to stop doing, and I feel like, Ari, you feel this way too, is we need to stop putting this, this new category of marketing into a box that's already, that's existed, you know, for how many years, different performance marketing channels. It's a completely new way to speak to customers. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, coming now from the talent side, and I feel like you've probably seen this too, can't tell you how many times a PR agency will reach out to an influencer and say, hey, we're going to send you all this free product. Will you post about us? And influencer marketing is not earned media. And another thing is influencer marketing is not performance marketing and influencer marketing is not, you can, you know, and we spoke about this too. Like I, as much as I wish coming from a marketing side of things that we could say, we can guarantee that this post will drive X amount of clicks or X amount of sales. We have no control at the end of the day, sometimes over these social media platforms that influencers have built their businesses around. Right. And if we're able to build a partnership and create a relationship, what's going to happen too is, you know, there won't be this stress and pressure of, oh my gosh, if I didn't hit my sales goals, this is going to be the worst day ever. No, I want to work for this partnership. I want to make sure that the brand that is investing in me and I am investing in, we all grow together. So it's partnerships are things that we grow together and we need to kind of stop this toxicity of putting influencer marketing into a box that it maybe has already existed because it hasn't. It's such a new marketing channel. Yeah, it's definitely still a new space that's, like you mentioned, evolving every day. And while, you know, some people may think it's kind of a mix of all of those different things, and that's partially true, I think it does become a bit cloudy and then it can kind of, again, stress different expectations that aren't realistic um, as to what you will be getting out of this partnership. On all sides, there's constant education that needs to be happening um, just to understand, you know, everyone's POV and what's of importance. There's also just kind of a, a standard understanding of that influencer marketing is still very, very new, though we've been talking about it for years. We've seen articles. We're seeing it grow. It hasn't had a chance to really even hit its peak yet. So um, we're growing with it. <laughs> we are growing with it. And by having conversations like this, I believe in my heart of hearts, we'll be able to shape this, they'll be able to shape this industry together. So Ari, you know, we've talked a little bit about your experience and um, I so, so, so resonate with everything that you really think about when it comes to influencer marketing. But I know for the listeners, they'd be really interested in learning a little bit more about your current role at Bombas. Again, a brand that we all admire so much um, just for the growth of the company scene and not just that, like how much of a commitment and a mission Bombas is a company puts towards um, charity and giving back and really creating product that's best for their customer. So I'd love if you could kind of talk a little bit about your new role and what you're really excited about and, and working on um, as you're thinking about influencer marketing being, being a new channel for Bombas. Yeah, um, so I'm very excited to be here. You know, as mentioned, it's it's a mission-driven brand, and that is very exciting for me just on a personal and a professional level. Um, so I feel like there's lots of opportunities to, one, not just sell a product to someone, but actually remind people that this is something that allows them to do uh, a social good for other people. And you can actually see that in motion. Um, I think Bombas does a really great job of 
you know, showcasing how, um, you know, the, the model of one purchase, one donated actually, you know, touches real lives and real people. So that makes my job, you know, even more exciting. Um, and being able to spread that, you know, information through influencers is something that I continuously look forward to. And just, you know, overall from a strategy perspective, I think that I go into influencer marketing strategy kind of the same as over and over the years. And it's really kind of starting from what is the goal, right? So starting backwards, starting from I'm envisioning this, you know, a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, how do I get there? You know, what are the steps that lead me to that point? And that's thinking through, you know, who are the right partners that make sense for the brands? Is it, you know, thinking through how many of those partners and how we're activating them over, you know, key moments or different products, et cetera. And then ultimately making sure that, you know, our mission is at the forefront of everything that we do, because that is one of the biggest points of our business. So keeping all of that in mind, and then again, starting from our overall goal of, you know, do we want to showcase our new underwear that launched recently? You know, that was a, a really big push for us um, at the top of this year. And it was really special and important because it was two years in the making. It was something that customers were asking for just based off of the quality and the mission of our socks and tees. Um, and then it marked an evolution really for us in providing this third requested item in homeless shelter. So first was the socks, then we have um, underwear and then we have t-shirts. So thinking about, okay, how do I want to position that to the world? Who do I want to kind of talk about this? Who are some people who are already brand evangelists or like brand advocates who would be excited about this? Just thinking through all of those different levers and, and bringing it back to one specific mission. I think that's so remarkable when you talk about what is the overall goal, right? And I, I always recommend anyone who's listening who is a marketer, think about what is the goal you hope to achieve. And I think that I just know for a fact, Ari, that unique point of view is going to help grow what you all are doing from an influencer perspective in such a drastic way. Because, you know, I think that many people, to your point, are, are this world is evolving, it's growing. And, you know, we read different articles about, oh, maybe I should try influencer marketing. But I think a lot of people kind of go into building a campaign blindly and they don't take a step back and say, what is the overall goal that I hope to achieve through engaging with this incredible storyteller? And so by having a goal and then embarking on a partnership, I think those are the two things. We may have just built a formula here on this call um, <laughs> where we've, I think those are the really the two things, a goal and viewing this as a partnership. And if, if you look at those two things um, and then you say, okay, I do want to work with an influencer, I think that that is really how brands and influencers influencers can grow together because at the end of the day, when an influencer is able to understand that maybe Ari, one of your goals is getting content or one of your goals is getting more social followers or one of your goals is getting swipe ups to a landing page you made around an amazing new collection um, that, you know, your team created by outlining those goals and understanding that an influencer understands their community better than anyone and building a partnership. What you can do is say, how can I, my goal is X. My goal is driving landing page um, clicks, or it is getting more social followers, or it's just building excitement around this new product. If I'm giving you my goal and I look to you as a, as a partner in a partnership, tell me how you can best make this goal uh, happen for me, how you can best make this thing that I'm hoping to achieve as, as a brand come to life. And so I so admire that that is one of your core strategies at Bombas is really saying, what is the goal and embarking in partnerships with content creators? Because you know that really is how we'll, we'll find growth and success 
success within this industry because I think there's too many people right now who just kind of blindly go into campaigns and rather taking a step back and viewing, you know, identifying your goal and viewing this as a partnership. That is really how this industry will, will evolve and grow. And I hope everyone listening to this episode is taking notes because I think that that will, those two points will infinitely help drive greater success when it comes to engaging with partnering with influencers. One of the things that we always do, Ari, when we bring guests on to our podcast is we post on Instagram stories and we ask people questions like, hey, we're bringing the one of the incredible, incredible team members over um, at Bombas to our podcast today. What questions do you have? So one of the biggest questions that we actually had asked is how can myself as an influencer do the best um, job at pitching Bombas? What can I share with you to stand out when it comes to getting a pitch and inbound inquiry from an influencer in your inbox? Yeah, that's a great question. I think for me, you know, there are several people that reach out and, you know, say that they're interested in Bombas, but I think one of the more convincing (laughs) pitches is really being able to showcase past partnerships that feel relevant to what Bombas stands for, right? So if you are saying that you really love Bombas because you like, you know, high quality socks or t-shirts or underwear, you know, can you show me past partnerships where you've, maybe not with a competitor or or with a competitor, but maybe with another brand that values design and innovation and just thinking a little bit further on their, their products, can you show me kind of examples of other things that you've done with them or other companies that, you know, have, have reached out to you to want to partner with you? Again, for social good, you know, how are you implementing that in your day-to-day? Can you show me that in your content? How do I know that this is something that you have discussed with your audience and is something that they're interested in as well? Um, so it's, it's, it's always nice to be able to see kind of evidence of what it is that you like from Bombas in your own day-to-day work and your own content. Additionally, you know, being able to say, I have a really strong audience because of XYZ metrics, right? So if you, you know, have an affiliate program that you're, you you utilize, or if you are showcasing kind of metrics from another partnership, whether or not you showcase, you know, the, the brand's name, you're saying, you know, look at my reach or look at my impressions, look at my conversions, et cetera. That's always helpful because these are things that we are often considering, you know, when we think through um, metrics and success and how we can um, measure, you know, our partnerships. So those types of, of, of little nuggets are always super helpful. Um, but for me, I think a lot of times just having brand aligned values and being able to speak to that in your content and pulling it out really simple, like look at something that I talk about all the time. You know, I have my weekly content series where I'm talking about social good or like products that are really, you know, impressive because they're thoughtful in their, um, their design and the tech they use, et cetera. That for me, tells me that you're having those conversations and that's innate in what you talk about. So identifying the why and giving Ari the, not just saying, hello, this is who I am, but telling you when I'm reaching out to you, if I'm an influencer, giving you the reason why that you should engage with this influencer. Because I'm assuming, and I'd love to learn a little bit more about what your perspective is on what not to do. Um, But based on the fact that so many people (laughs) ask this question, I think that this definitely is, is a huge talking point here. So me, if I am someone who's looking to engage in a relationship with Bombas, what I should do, Ari, is it sounds like I should go and I should really think about, okay, so what am I, what has 
has worked with my community in the past? And why am I even reaching out to Bombas to begin with? Like, why am I reaching out? Right. And once I've identified that story and not just that, why am I reaching out, but what can I do for Bombas? Like, why am I doing this? And what can I do for Bombas? And then sounds like it's a cherry on top is adding in some level of data. So maybe if I were to uh, gather a story that I wrote a year ago that really performed well and keeps getting either maybe like blog clicks or you keep getting messages on your Instagram about this one story you did and it performs so well that it's just an organic progression to do another story or to feature Bombas in a different way. So does that kind of sound like if I was an influencer, those are the key things that you're looking for and a pitch is really identifying the story that's resonated in the past. Um, And then from there, like why you want to now, you know, grow this relationship or start a new relationship with you. And then if I can include any sort of data points to help back it up, that's really the thing that it sounds like stands out um, when it comes to receiving inbound pitches from influencers in your inbox. Yes, that is exactly it. I I put that as like a tier. And like you said, a a tiered approach and the, the cherry on top is the data. But yes, I can tell you just from my perspective, some of the things that I see often, which I would say are don'ts are, you know, very um, generic, you know, like, hi, I'm such and such. Here's my handle. I really want to work with Bombas. Like I can make some content for you. Let me know. For me, it's like, you could have sent that, you know, in a, a mass email to a bunch of different brands, just, in, you know, in an effort to, to get a partnership, but it doesn't tell me specifically why you want to have that relationship with Bombas, you know, why do you feel as though it's a good match? Why are you so excited about the brand itself? Um, Just because, again, we want to work with people who are truly brand fans, or even if you've never tried the products, it's like, I've learned so much about you. I've seen so much on your, your Instagram or, you know, on your website, et cetera. And I'm getting ready to try out the product and, you know, something, it's a matter of really feeling like you're reaching out directly to this brand because that is one of your like top 10 brands you want to work with, you know, for the year. And for everyone listening, like, remember, Ari is a person like yourself, right? And, you know, as a brand, you want to feel heard and you want to feel like the people that you are embarking on a partnership with care about you as a company as much as you care about them, right? And so it's so clear and so easy to see if someone is just mass pitching companies saying, hey, I can create content for you. Well, I'm sure, you know, if you were able to click in their social channels and see their content, while it's probably good, doesn't make it feel like this special, unique partnership, right? And so by really kind of taking a step back and identifying what is the why, what is that thing that will make Bombas really stand out um, on my feed, on my accounts, and really like drive some sort of impact for them and including data, that is how you'll get that response that you're looking for. And I know coming, you know, now working with an incredible assortment of talent in our community, it's the number one thing that people really uh, struggle with is how am I heard from a brand and just mass pitching companies will not move the needle for you at all. And it's actually just doing yourself a disservice because you're spending this time and energy pitching 50 different companies a day. When why don't you spend the time getting to know Bombas, getting to know their story and seeing if this is a company that would really align with your community. And then from there, creating a story that you know your community wants to see. And in return, a brand that sees you're building that story, they'll want to engage with you in some t- at some point in time because what they'll see is you know you're building the story for your community. There's such an organic um, opportunity for this brand to be involved in what you're building. And as a result, you know, you as a company can see some sort of impact happen, whether it be sales, clicks, impressions, you name it. 
Exactly that. Yes. It's, it's, it's a two way street. And I think you, you hit the nail on the head and just um, reiterating the human aspect, right? Like when someone's reading something, they're not just reading it and saying, oh, okay, well, yeah, sure. I'll work with just any person. You know, I take the time to really be thoughtful and intentional about potential partners. And so in my doing, you know, the time to sit and look through someone's page or like look through their audience demo, et cetera, I want someone to spend that same amount of time in understanding if they're a good fit for the brand and why they would want to work with us. So, you know, something that I, as a follower of Bombas now for such a long time, so admire is one, your commitment to building new products and creating stories around those new products. And I know that our, you guys just did an incredible new initiative around Black History Month. And so I'd love if you could, for our listeners, just kind of talk about some of the core focuses of Bombas this year. I know you're going to be building new collections. You just launched an amazing, amazing collection for Black History Month. And would just love to learn a little bit more about like, what are some of the things that people can be excited to follow along um, as Bombas continues to grow throughout the, the rest of the year? Yeah. Um, so we did have our Black Hive collection that launched. Um, so super excited about that. That launched at the top of February. And it's actually um, something that we are pushing year round. So not only just for Black History Month, but there will be uh, various iterations. So we're excited to be able to really lean into, you know, our efforts to really make sure that we are tapping into not only just the Black Hive members or the Black mem- um, staff members at Bombas, but really being able to tap into the Black community and speak from the perspective of those who are working day in and day out on building our products. Um, So that was super exciting and special um, to see. And then for those who are fans of of Bombas products, you're going to see um, a lot of things that are kind of our core. So if you are fans of, you know, kind of our performance socks, you're a runner or you're someone who really loves like our gripper socks, it'll be be different iterations of that. uh, Just really being inspired in our creative and coming out with new colors and new designs and uh, still really leaning into, you know, our core, I would say technology or just innovation around making sure that our socks are super comfortable. And they are also just considerate of all of the different factors that people may or may not think about when they're purchasing socks. So it'll be a lot more of the things that we've showcased in the past, but just bringing uh, new life to our designs. We do have things that are um, launching for some of those like key moments throughout the year. So stay tuned for all of our wonderful things that we'll be doing, of course, for the holidays and then some of those other culturally relevant moments that I don't want to give away too much of, but we'll be excited about. Well, I think if anything, that just means that everyone needs to follow along day in and day out to see <laughs> the ever evolving new product lines. Um, I know as a Bombas customer myself, the what you as a business and your team has been able to do is create this, this really amazing product that, you know, I would never think that I would love socks so much. And then I, I tried my first pair of Bombas Bombas um, socks when I actually ran the New York City Marathon two years ago now, and I was blown away, right? So um, it's so awesome seeing what you all are doing as a team. And I know for everyone listening, please, please, please give Bombas a follow um, and make sure that you're able to kind of participate in this ever-evolving um, like journey that they're they're building this incredible brand and are really leading the way in spearheading influencer marketing. So um, without you know further ado, Ari, it's been such a pleasure having you on the Bloggist podcast today. And I know for everyone listening, um, for marketers and influencers alike. I'm sure they were able to gather so much. But you know, if anyone wants to find you online, get to know you, get to know Bombas better, where can they find you online? 
Yeah, um, feel free to uh, check out my Instagram. So my Instagram is at Ari, A-U-R-I, Valsin, which is my last name, V-A-L-C-I-N. And then I'm also on LinkedIn, Ariane Valsin. So feel free to um, add me and I look forward to finding you there. I love it. Well, Ari, thank you so much for joining us today. And um, for everyone listening, be sure to give Ari a follow. And I know that everyone will so value this podcast. So thank you so much. Thank you. Since you've made it this far, don't forget to subscribe to the Bloggist podcast over on iTunes so you never miss another episode. Show your support by giving us a five-star rating and taking a screenshot of this episode and posting it on Instagram stories. We always love seeing who's tuning in. And for more information about Bloggist, check out bloggist.co. That's B-L-O-G-I-S-T dot co. For influencers, think of Bloggist as your personal manager. We're here to crunch the data about your audience, help you identify ways to grow your online following, and discover ways to monetize your social media channels. And for brands, Bloggist gives you all of the qualitative and quantitative data necessary to find the perfect digital influencers to work with who will help you build your brand and convert new customers. That's all for this week. See you next time.